Hey guys, this is Kayla with the 52 Reasons Podcast. Welcome to episode 22, where we chat with Year Up. Welcome to the 52 Reasons Podcast, helping spark positive change one week and one cause at a time. Here's Kayla. Today we're chatting with Daryl Smith, the site director for Year Up Puget Sound at Bellevue College. Year Up empowers low-income young adults to go from poverty to professional careers in a single year. I had the privilege of meeting Daryl at a fundraising dinner in Seattle a few weeks ago. As we started chatting, I knew immediately that I wanted to feature Year Up on the 52 Reasons podcast. Year Up is doing huge things, not only in the Puget Sound area of Washington, but across our whole country. I'm so excited for you all to tune in and listen to this great conversation I had with Daryl. So without further ado, here's Daryl. Hey, Daryl, we are so pumped to have you on this week's episode of the 52 Reasons podcast. We're super thrilled to learn more about Year Up and how our listeners can get involved with your work. Wonderful. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here, and I thank you so much for the opportunity. It's, uh, it's always uh, fantastic to talk about the work of Year Up uh, across the country, in particular here in the Puget Sound region. So I really appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. So why don't we start by talking a little bit about the opportunity divide? This is something that's familiar to me, but I'd love to make sure all of our listeners understand the magnitude of this issue in our country today. Yeah, that, that's a really uh, important place for us to start our conversation, Kayla. And um, I was, you know, sort of anecdotally aware of the issue of the opportunity divide. But coming here to Europe has really um, painted a really stark picture for me. And I think it's important for your listeners and, and frankly, most of the country to understand what this really is all about. We estimate that across the United States, we being Europe nationally, um, that there are probably over 6 million young adults between the ages of 18 and 24 that are uh, not in full-time work or not in full-time school and, and without the access to the economic mainstream of the country. That, that number is growing, actually. It's not going the opposite direction, which is a really a sad state of affairs for our country economically because we really can't afford to waste you know, anybody in, in today's economy as our country completes, uh, rather competes on the global stage. The divide really happens because on the one side, those say 6 million young adults um, or on this gap, and the other side of the gap are all of the companies across the country, and the estimate is that there, over the next decade, there'll be about 12 million jobs that need to be filled that might require post-secondary education of some sort, and those potentially would go unfilled. And so you have this, this opportunity divide, young adults on the one side, companies with real needs on the other side to make, continue to make themselves globally competitive uh, in the world in which we, we live. And so... What Europe tries to do is bridge that opportunity divide for young adults by being very student focused, very young adult focused. We actually provide those young adults with the skills, the opportunity, and the, the access uh, by providing them with those skills that they'll need to be successful in one of those hopefully 12 million jobs that begins to slowly close up. And so what Year Up has done over the course of its 16, 17 years is develop um, the type of curriculum that is market relevant, as well as what I call the secret sauce, all of our soft skills um, 
classroom work that helps the young adult really be prepared for those types of opportunities. Because what we find is, you know, opportunity and access to opportunities should not be defined by your zip code or the color of your skin or who your mom and dad may or may not know. There's, there's talent and there's drive and there's desire from so many of our young adults across the country. And the challenge is, is how do we provide those opportunities for them where they may not exist in, in the neighborhood in which they live or, you know, in the area in which they, they reside or the school system that they came from? That's where the divide happens, and that's what we really work toward closing. So how do students get involved with the Year Up program in their communities? Great question. Um, and, and we have a very robust um, recruitment and admissions process. So we actually go out through our community partners, through uh, developing relationships with area high schools, job fairs, a lot of online marketing, and frankly, a lot of word of mouth now that you're up as 16 year old, years old to find young adults. So we actually go out and find them because they may not have heard about Europe. Um, they may have a friend or a family member that's gone through the program, in which case they're sort of at the, the, the front of the line in terms of knowledge that there's something out there that a young adult could make themselves a part of. Europe is, is challenging. You have to develop, a, rather devote a year of your life to, frankly, changing your life in some instances. So, and many of our students, you know, they're commuting on several buses or carpooling quite a distance to get to our year up site on a daily basis. And so we let them know about the opportunity through year up as a model through a variety of different means. We bring those students in, we, we provide them with the type of relevant market relevant training that's going to be really helpful for them on an, on an internship. And in the model that I work in here in the Puget Sound at Bellevue College, we actually help them to be college students as well. I get many students that may have had a little bit of college experience or not at all. And what we're providing for them is an earn while you learn program. So you come to year up, you're paid an educational stipend to learn. Once you move on to an internship that is earned by that student, your educational stipend gets a little bigger, recognizing that you may be commuting every day to an internship, which is basically your job for those six months. And then most of our students, or certainly a, a large number, are hired by the companies where they've done their internship. So it's important for us to get the word out about this opportunity, and we do that through those relationships with community-based organizations, with high schools, at job fairs, online marketing, and yes, a lot of it is absolutely word of mouth from our current students and from our alumni as well. So how do you identify, I guess, target communities where you're reaching out to students and doing this outreach? And also, how do you identify both the kind of employer or community partners that that Europe is working with? Yeah, that, that is a, a really important question. And, and Europe has been very smart, uh, in my view, of how we've developed those partnerships. We have a corporate engagement team uh, at the national level and also here at our regional site levels. And they develop those partnerships uh, based on what the needs are of those employers in each marketplace. So, for example, here in the Puget Sound area, we've got longtime partnerships with Microsoft and Expedia and Children's Hospital and Fred Hutch and Nordstrom and, and many other companies, large and small, from, you know, uh, startups to, you know, the, the, the really big ones uh, that I mentioned. And so developing those partnerships, having them understand that 
um, there is talent available, maybe right underneath their nose, quite frankly, that they had not necessarily thought of is really important. And we asked those partners to make uh, a financial commitment to year up for the year-long training of that young adult. And for the companies, it, it, isn't, it, it isn't charity work. This is really good return on investment because we are providing them with a young adult who has soft skills, who has some basic entry-level skills that are particularly germane to the jobs that are needed to, to be filled in those companies. So, for example, here in Be- at Bellevue, you know, we train for database analytics. Uh, database analyst is a certificate you earn by going through the Europe program. We also train for customer-based product support. Uh, in our Seattle Europe office, we, chain, we train for IT information, and we also train for quality assurance or QA. So these are four educational tracks that have direct relevance to the companies that are located here in the Puget Sound region. So those longtime partners of ours are really happy to receive our interns because they're getting essentially a new team member that can really help their efforts. And the idea is that it's almost like a talent pipeline for the companies. So we find the companies, they certainly find us, we find the students, we provide the training, and we're always student-focused. We, we find that many of our decisions of how we grow year up and do our program, if we think of students first, um, it, we always tend to do the right thing. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a circle not of, of you know, do the right thing. It's really a circle of what's best for your company and what's best for student, and those things tend to work out really well. That is so cool and so powerful. So for our listeners, what is the best way that they can get involved in supporting Gear Up? I am so glad you asked that question because there's a lot that needs to be done. I love it if your listeners went to www.yearup.org, Y-E-A-R-U-P.org. On our, our homepage website, no matter what market you're in, there's a couple of tabs you can click. There's one on the opportunity divide itself that goes into detail on what we've been talking about this morning. There's a tab for our approach, which is how do we do what we do? And there's a really big tab that says get involved. We would love to, for example, um, have mentors because it's important that our our young adults have uh, an adult in their life um, outside of our immediate year up staff to help them Uh, be guided through the the process of developing their professional career, having another example from the community of what success might look like. So mentors are really important for us. We also have a guest speaker series that that comes in um, into play for us every Friday because we want our students to see what professionalism and what success looks like and all of its diversity, every hue and color, every gender coming through our doors to talk about their their journey to success, because for a lot of our young adults, they may be hearing those types of stories for the first time. And we want to, we want them to know that building on their career, you know, moving toward degree completion, these aren't far off things. These are absolutely achievable things by our young adults. There's so much drive and talent that comes through our door every day. So for your listening audience uh, and folks that are interested in, in working with Year Up, uh, of course, we love it. If, people want to make a financial contribution to help us close the opportunity divide, we can certainly provide those, those uh, opportunities as well. But almost as important is, is building awareness about what Year Up is doing and having folks that want to become mentors or guest speakers or supporters at some of our events. Um, it is, this is nothing more powerful than having a young adult um, in your life and providing support in that way. So there's lots of different lanes to be involved with Year Up and 
it would be uh, absolutely awesome for folks to uh, to take up the flag and, and, and do this work across the country. Because we're in 17 locations across the United States. We started in Boston and traveled to New York. We're in Philadelphia and Baltimore and South Florida and Miami. And uh, we're in uh, here on the West Coast uh, in Los Angeles. We just opened. We're in Dallas, Texas. We're in uh, Puget Sound at Bellevue in Seattle. Uh, we're in three locations in the Bay Area, and we're growing because the opportunity to buy, unfortunately, is not getting smaller. Uh, it's it's outpacing um, a lot of many organizations' efforts, but we are certainly at the forefront, at the fulcrum of, of really coming up with a, a program that really has the ability to help close this, and we need all the support we can get. So if listeners are located in a community or, or location where you do not have a location at present, is there still an opportunity for them to be a mentor remotely um, and still get involved that way? That's a really interesting question. I hadn't thought of that. Um, I, I would suspect that if you're in a, in a marketplace where Europe doesn't currently exist, there still are ways of being involved um, as, as a distance supporter, maybe not as a, a mentor in the traditional sense, but there are definitely ways of supporting Europe through you know, financial contribution just to spreading the word as well. Uh, we have a very um, prolific uh, presence on LinkedIn and other um, other professional and social media, Facebook, and getting the word around is important. Just uh, last week, as a matter of fact, um, when you and I first met, that very same day, our uh, founder and CEO, Gerald Chertavian, and one of our recent graduates here from our Seattle site were in Washington, D.C., making a presentation to the House Ways and Means Committee talking about opportunity youth, as we call them, across the country. Uh, we've, we've kind of banished this idea of, of youth at, at, at risk. Um, we, we talk about opportunity youth because there's so much drive and talent across the country. And to be able to have Europe present to the Ways and Means Committee was incredibly powerful making the argument that this is a great investment for our country. Investing in young adults in this age range pays massive dividends for the country. This is not just important for each individual young adult that comes through our doors, because obviously it is life-changing for many of our young adults. It's great for our companies. This is important for the country. So um, there are different places that, that one can get involved, even if they're not directly in a marketplace where Europe sites currently located. Awesome. So in closing, would you be willing to share a favorite success story of a Europe student that you've personally worked with or are aware of? Sure. I'll, I'll leave his name uh, out of the uh, the conversation because I, I, I don't want him to uh, send me one of those texts that, that a young adult might say, hey, you mentioned my name. But um, I, I, I do want to say that uh, there was a young adult who came to our doors who was one of my coaches, as we call them, because every staff member at Europe gets the opportunity to work directly with, with our young adults uh, as a coach. And my coachee, come through the program was really applying himself and really wanted to um, go to Microsoft and, you know, worked really super hard and everything from getting here on time at 8.30 in the morning, you know, the, the commute that a lot of our young adults have to go through, really pushing themselves to get out of their comfort zone because we ask of them to learn how to network together, to learn how to do elevator pitches because you go to an internship and people are going to ask you questions. They're going to say, hey, you're a new person. Who are you? Where are you from? What's the program you came from? And, and for young adults, they may not be comfortable sort of just starting a conversation in that way. So we really provide practice and training for them, not just with the hard skills, but most importantly, perhaps all is those soft skills as well. All of those professionalism pieces that you'll learn as you become an adult in a career, but for many of our young adults starting out, 
they may not necessarily have in their back pocket. So my coach, he went through the program, did super well, really pushed himself. And, you know, he did his internship. He ended up getting hired by the partner where he interned at and have him come back and say, Daryl, I'm trying to decide between these two different contract offers. Um, can you help me decide? And to have that young adult go from being a student who did not own a pair of dress shoes, literally didn't own a pair of dress shoes, to deciding which work contract would be the best and him end up getting a terrific job at one of our corporate partners for you know, $60,000, $65,000 a year. And overnight, over the course of that year, but culminating with the decision on that contract, being the best paid member of his family, that's life-changing. Um, that is not just for, for that young adult, but for his kids coming along as well, to have health care, to be able to afford an apartment, to have a livable wage where you can actually be part of the American economy as your entry point, because that's not the end point for this young adult. He'll very likely go on to finish his, his uh, education as well. Those are the kinds of stories that get me up in the morning, that get me across the bridge on my commute and coming here every day with the type of attitude that says today is incredibly important. The work I do is incredibly important. And, and it's an honor to do it because these young adults and those types of stories um, are incredibly powerful. And I feel as though every day matters. Working with a young adult is, is truly one of the honors of my life. But I also connect it to the fact that the work that Europe does and that I'm personally doing actually is moving the needle on a major national issue that's going to help the country. And that, that really, um, really floats my boat, as we say. Uh, so those types of success stories uh, are powerful. And the best part of all, they're not uncommon for Europe. That's the kind of thing we see every day happening in our spaces across the country. So I'm just uh, thrilled and proud to be a part of it. No kidding. Talk about a rewarding, a rewarding day at work. And it's been, yeah. an, it's been an honor to be able to chat with you today, and we're so excited to connect our listeners to the opportunities to get involved with Year Up. So we want to thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the 52 Reasons podcast. We'll be sure to share links of how listeners can get involved in our show notes. And it has been so great to hear about the huge things that Year Up is doing both here in Seattle and across our country. Thank you, Kayla. It's been a real pleasure. Really appreciate your interest. Thanks so much for joining Daryl and I as we chatted about Year Up. We'd love for you to check out Year Up at www.yearup.org. That's www.yearup.org or visit 52reasons.org. That's 52reasons.org for our complete and comprehensive show notes, including easy access buttons for you to learn more about this awesome organization, donate, or get involved in other ways. We can't wait to share another organization with you next time as you work to make a difference in your neighborhood and across our country. 